Whether on the go or at the table, get lost in a conversation about everything coffee with your host, Eric Ortiz. Hey, and welcome to Everything Coffee, a podcast that brings in different people weekly from all walks of life to talk about everything coffee. And today I'm joined by Wallace Boone. He fell down the ever-increasing ever rabbit hole of coffee back in 2021 with Specialty Coffee. During that time, though, Wallace began to gain interest in wanting to roast competition-style coffee, of which he and a group of friends got into and ventured into. This led Wallace to compete in the 2023 Canadian National Brewers Cup, in which he shared his experience on Instagram, along with his scoring cards. You can catch Wallace on IG at WCSPoon, P-O-O-N, all together, and watch his competition presentation and his shared scoring cards, and his, of course, his passion for coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Wallace Boone. Wallace, how are you? I'm great. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy to, to bring you on the show because it's, I don't think I've ever had anyone that's competed per se in the, uh, some sort of national Brewers Cup, whether it be U.S., uh, international, or in this case, Canadian. But uh, you definitely competed in this 2023 Canadian uh, Nationals Brewer Cup, of which if you had won, you would have gone to the World Championships, correct? Yes. And, and I was so close and so far. <laughs> and I hate to break everyone's, uh, uh, you know, like hope for this. I, obviously, I just said he, he didn't win. Uh, we're going to get into that. Talk about the competition, what it goes into the competition, because it's a... Uh, I, I, I took time, Wallace, after I, I wanted to uh, bring you onto the show. I went online. I yep. researched all about Brewers Cup, and I knew a little bit about it. I then okay. uh, researched the rules, and this thing is a massive rule book in terms of competition, what judges are looking for, how they're scoring, the the overall presentation, the taste and just the overall how they grade things and how they're even qualified as judges per se. But before we even get into that, I always like to know how how someone got into coffee because you evolved quite a bit, didn't you? You went from what you told me was grocery store coffee all the way to now competing in a Brewers Cup. Tell me how that all started, Wallace. Yes, so... I had always been sort of passionate about coffee, but my coffee was all La Fasa or equivalent, whatever I can get from supermarket. So, and back then it was a, I found a good deal on a DeLong here espresso thing on Walmart, and it was like 80% off at 50 bucks or something like that. Not bad. <laughs> so that's how I started coffee. And it was until 2021 and in the middle of the COVID, some of my friends get into specialty coffee and they also drag me in together. Mm-hmm. And there down the rabbit hole we are all in and we recognize we actually prefer the competition style. So whatever people serve in the Bulls Cup, that's the coffee we like. This tends to be pretty out there kind of coffee, doesn't it, Wallace? I, I understand from people who have competed in these competitions, this is not your normal cafe roasted coffee per se, correct? Yeah, this is not a normal coffee. 
So put it this way, they might use the same greens, but it's the roasting style they are so different. So what happened is a cafe or a regular coffee, they will roast it so most of the users who buy a bag of beans can get a delicious cup of coffee. The competition coffee is showing everything the beans potential can be, so the good and the bad. So in order to get a good cup, you have to know your brewing technique. So how to get all the goods but not the best. Yeah, and I can imagine that's something that's uh, taken some time. You, you you started roasting your own competition coffee, didn't you? Yes. So so the same group of friends, we decided to buy in our own e-cover and we start to research on how do we roast our own competition-style coffee because that's what we like and that's what we prefer to drink as a daily coffee. Nice, nice, nice. I, 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 I'm always interested how people get into this. It, it, you went from literally grocery-style st- coffee to all of a sudden we own a roaster, we're doing our own thing. I just find that amazing. How are your friends uh, in this group here? Are, uh, does everyone have the same passion you have for the for what you're doing? Well, basically, not exactly, but we started off being, say, hey, let's buy our own roaster and start roasting our own coffee so we don't have to uh, go out and buy extra coffee and it's always fresh. <laughs> you're saving a lot of money doing it. <laughs> That's what's supposed to be, but we end up spending like a hundred bucks a kilo on green beans. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, you're you're finding out that those beans cost a lot of money, but it, it's a good quality yeah. and good source as long as you get it. But uh, tell me, what's the learning curve for someone to just go straight into this? It, it couldn't have just been simple Google, was it, Wallace? Mm, well, given what I know right now. If somebody want to ask, if they want to join the competition, what should they do? I wouldn't really recommend roasting your own, but talk with your local roaster and see if they can do a competition-style roasting for you. Usually, they will have the good beans, but it's roast differently. So that, so the competition-style roasting, if you don't do it well, the coffee will actually punish you a big time. Oh no! And, and and tell me a little bit about the coffee itself. What are what are some of the roasting techniques, or what changes from a normal roast that gets sold in cafes to a competition roast? Uh, I will say, in a competition roast, you will want it to be etched out to be quite a bit lighter roast than a regular cafe roast. A cafe roast, you want to go into like even if they say light. It would be a medium light or like something maybe a minute 30 past the first crack. So that is still pretty light as a cafe standard. But competition, you want to do something like maybe a minute or less. And then uh, and you want to showcase more of the beans original potential, the fruitiness and stuff instead of uh, a roasting flavor. What 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 flavor or at least not flavor? I'm sorry. What roasted beans did you use for your competition? Because you roasted your own beans for your own competition style. But what did you use for that? Yes, that was a 
Colombian with Salada, Finca, La Riviera. It's a wash geisha. So geisha, well, I, mean, I assume people who watch the competition will know geisha is still not, not as star as before, but it's still our major varietal in the competition. Because in coffee competition, you are looking for the beautiful acidity. So you actually want a cup with high acidity and you still want the body, but you don't want, you don't really want the uh, roastiness and the nuttiness and you don't want it to have any bitterness in the cup. And when you're getting up there and you're, you're presenting this, obviously you, you don't go in there just cold feet, right? You're, you're, you're studied up. You know what exactly you're supposed to do. What goes into preparing for a Brewers Cup uh, championship? Yeah, there's a lot to do. Is yeah, you will see. We will have to roast like maybe uh, twenty or thirty different coffees, cup them all together, and decide what should we do. Should we go with this coffee or should we brand them? And so, and then we decide to go with this one single coffee because that. Uh, with our current roasting techniques, our brand is not as consistent enough. As you can see in the video, in the competition itself, you have to brew three cups at a time and serve the free cup to the free judges. And there's also a head judge, and this guy will sort of judge you on the cup consistency. So you want to brew three delicious cups of coffee within the 10 minutes and they has to be the same. And, and I'm guessing the, the difference between Wallace, when it comes down to the barista championship versus the Brewers cup championship, obviously one of them has to do with espresso, pulling shots, uh, grinding the beans. And, and of course getting creative on how that drink gets made in the Brewers cup. Are we talking purely coffee and just the serving of coffee? Or are we talking about a presentation like, you might see uh, Morgan Eckroth uh, had done last year for the world championships where you actually create an immersive storytelling presentation. Is that something you have to do? Oh, well, the story is not necessary, but having a story is a good presentation and that that actually reflect in your score sheet. So there's a section is your presentation workflow and stuff. So, So you could do... You could choose whatever you want to present, or you could talk. You could just talk the whole ten minutes about how, how, why your coffee is so good, and you don't really need a story behind it. <laughs> that will be a hard presentation to do an entire ten minutes just on why this is so good. So most competitors will actually bring up a story. How hard is this for someone to just get into, Wallace? Is this- was this difficult for you in terms of just never having done it before? I can imagine it, it wasn't simple for you. It, 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 it might've been fun, but at the same time, uh, pretty stressful. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's not easy, but uh, for me, the hardest part is to get into wooing while doing presentation because usually at home you're pouring the cat, pull the water from the kettle and you don't really say anything and you don't present to anybody. <laughs> so, so when you yeah. were, when you were prepping for this, 
and, and you're creating that story, like you said, helps out with your grading and your scoring. Where, how did you practice that? Was it with your friends or was that with someone else in the family? How does that work out for you? Yeah, we practice in front of friends and have them to like give comments on what should I do and is it a good story to tell or something and you have to time it so it will end within 10 minutes and if you check my video, I, mine was like 9 minutes and 50 seconds so I was really <laughs> close to that. Um, I, I just find that so astonishing that that you went from just basic to advanced in a matter of just a couple of years and this is something that I've seen across many guests that come on the show who have used the pandemic uh, as, as horrible as it was still coming into something positive where they built up skills or a really great uh, new hobby. For me personally, it was coffee. I always drank it all my life, but it wasn't only until the pandemic where I fully invested into it and, and, and started getting into that rabbit hole just like you did. So yeah. I, so I we can think about it. Yeah, we, we are in the same boat. I'm not competing though. You are, but, yeah. but that definitely is interesting that you're doing so. What's, yeah. what, what, what's, what would you say is the most difficult aspect besides maybe the, the chewing and, and, uh, and walking at the same time habit, like creating coffee and then talking, what would you say is the most difficult part of this uh, besides just presenting? Mm, let me put it this way. I already done my most difficult part before I decide to go into competition, which is to dial in the rolls and to figure out a recipe that can actually brew a good cup from this kind of coffee. So, so good coffee and sourcing good coffee, that's probably the most diverse situation that you're going to have? Yes, and luckily, as you can see, I don't really have much followers on Instagram yet, a whole bunch of them are actually the producer, the farmers. That's fantastic. So, so you're making connections with yeah. producers on the, on the ground themselves that are at the source at, at origin and, yeah. and actually with good yeah. coffee connections. So I do have some uh, direct trade connection with some micro loss. I can, that I could actually buy a small amount. And what's something like this getting yourself into Wallace, just like if, if someone was out there right now listening to this episode and said, you know what, I want to consider this. What's the overall, you might say, the average cost of going into it? If you didn't own your own roaster and let's say you sourced the coffee and you were able to get that coffee and to compete on, what's the cost mm-hmm. into something like this? Because I can't imagine this being uh, too horribly expensive, but also not cheap. It's not that expensive. As long as you have your brewing equipment, so you, you need the free set of brewers so to to make the free identical cups. So you so if you only have one, then you have to invest in two more, either your favorite choice of brewer and the carafe and the cup. And yeah, that depends. It could cost that could be less than a hundred bucks. And if you want to roast your own coffee, then I will say the entry ticket will be something like uh, maybe looking for something near a thousand. And then you will look into some good beans and you will looking into a minimum of like 
maybe $40 per kilo or something like that. <laughs> so it starts piling up the more you start doing on your own, but then you get more control over it. Yes. So, and then when you roast your own coffee, the, the first couple of kilos, they will be kind of be wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing, Wallace, you've, you've gone through quite a few kilos. Yes. <laughs> and anyone yeah. that I've ever talked to that got into roasting, the first thing they'll say is, you'll go through a lot of coffee, that's for sure. Yes, you'll go through a lot of coffees, and unfortunately, some of them will turn out even worse than whatever <laughs> you, you, you can find on the shelf of, your, of Walmart or something. So you're, so you're better off just going out and get your, your uh, regular uh, coffee from, from Walmart and just brewing with yes. that. Hopefully the, the judges won't pay attention to, uh, to the, uh, the bags. Yes. So oh, if, if they are like a home brewer, I will say a lot of them, I will, what I will recommend is actually team up with your local roaster and they usually can roast a can do a special roast for you and your competition coffee. So that would be a much easier start off. So, so tell me, Wallace, once you get into this, and let's say you create the story, what are judges looking for? What are you trying to harp on when you're up there presenting? Yeah. So there is one thing: is the judges they will. They will drink the coffee, and in this competition, you're looking for is the acidity and the body. So you want a good body, and they will judge the body based on your coffee with wild toast. So let's say if you you have to tell them that what kind of coffee beans you are using, and depends on the variety, they will judge your body accordingly. So if you have a thin body coffee and you can make a thick cup then you get a good marks so a lot of this is based off of taste and scoring plus the story yeah. where, where do you lose points overall besides all of a sudden if a judge tastes something and they're just like oh gosh this is the worst thing ever uh, where else do you lose points on yeah and this is the biggest part of this commission is what we call the calibration is you have to describe how your cup tastes like and does it match how the judges taste like. So how <laughs> so, good you can match them. So if you say mango, it better taste like mango. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love that. that. Yeah, if it didn't, if it tastes like mango, but you didn't say mango, then you also get deduction. Got you, and and, and so I'm guessing this is where it becomes uh, important to get in front of your your family, friends, anyone you can to to go over your roast, and then of course consistency is key. Just because the beans you have today better taste like the beans you had two weeks ago when you were practicing. Yes, so that's why. You, you will see every competitor in the morning, they will, they will weed out in the coffee. And if they change, either you change your script or you change your coffee. <laughs> and tell me about your experience, Wallace. I, I know all of this has been your experience, but you, you competed in this year's 2023 Canadian National Brewers Cup. Where was that held? Was it in Toronto? That was in Calgary. Calgary. So, so you, you, you're, uh, you, so you went over to Calgary and, yes. um, how 
was this the preliminaries? Was this just a anyone can enter deal, or is this a selection that you already competed in and you, and you scored a certain uh, points and you qualified? How does this work? Uh, in Canada, is as long as you pay the entry ticket and you're fast enough, you can enter. In the U.S., I. As far as I know, is there's a West Coast and a East Coast qualifier. You have to sort of get a certain marks on the qualifier so you can enter the national. Got you. So, so here it's about so many people competing, and of course the money. And then the uh, second part over there in Canada is just simply you got to be fast enough to qualify. And then of course num- number two, just just make sure you have your your qualification money just to get in there. And, yes. and for this competition, where do you see people at, Wallace? Is this novices inside, or is this a lot of experts in the field? Where do you where do you stand in that? Oh, uh, I will say everybody is an expert over there. Got you. Yeah, if, yeah. If they, if you are not really deep in the hole, you are not going to get yourself and get in this competition gathering so everybody is an expert and they are the best barista whatever representing their store and obviously i don't represent any any company but yeah most of the competitors they are they are the store owner or they are whatever the the best guy the store is available so you're sending out your best team member out there in other words and then hopefully they, they compete well that day yeah, and yeah, obviously it's like for a coffee shop, if you can pick, like for a coffee shop, it's actually you have more incentive to do this competition. Is what's better than saying, let's try Canada's number one coffee here. So, so yeah, so, so there's benefit to it because it's all about your, your reputation afterwards, especially if you win. Uh, yes. when you have the, the, the championship brewer coming in from your, your company and of course competing in the world championships later on this year, it, it only looks good overall. What, what drove you to get into this overall Wallace? Mm, overall is so in the pandemic, I can't really go out a lot and share the cups with people and move or like, except for a few close friends and, and then uh, we buy, like, and then from the cafe, maybe you just buy the takeout. So you can't really, it's really hard to compare notes and stuff. And I really want to know is at what level I am at at the moment. And instead of, so now it's over and we can have competition and we have cafes are all open. But instead of paying for a calibration class, which they, which there a lot of, Let's say uh, if the cafe they are into the competition thing, they will offer classes to teach you like how to taste, how to brew, and if you get into one of those classes, you can kind of verify how good you are at. But I just say, oh, uh, I don't know. It's the same amount of money, and I already <laughs> invested everything I need for the competition, so I will just skip this and. And for the same amount of money, I would just go straight into there and have the best judges Canada <laughs> available to give me a scholarship. And, and how, how did you end up, uh, Wallace? Where, where did you end up on the competition overall? Because you did share the video 
It's on your IG at WCS uh, Poon uh, or WC Spoon. That's how I like to say it. And you posted yeah. the video, and then you posted a couple of judges' cards, which had all your scoring. What did you learn yeah. overall from the scoring cards and the overall sense of the experience? Yeah. So overall, what I learned is I have to – next time I will bring in some coffee with more intensity and flavor, and elegancy is not as important in the competition, but that's what I like personally. So I will bring in a more dial-in coffee to the judge's taste. That's what I learned mostly. And what I'm saying is the presentation, I actually did not bad. I would say, like, as I say, if I didn't... So that's also the other part of the competition, which is the compulsory surface. Sure. Which is which is something that uh, most people ignore when they look at the YouTube videos of all the other Bulls Cup, is the compulsory, what happens is they will give you an unknown bag of the coffee when you enter that day. And you will give them 30 minutes and and they will have a sponsor grinder and their, their sponsor choice of water. You have to use their grinder and their water, and you have to dial in that coffee to get into a good cup within the 30 minutes. And, and how did you do there? <laughs> oh, that's, when, that's where I get the cups disqualified by underserving. Oh, so, no. It, <laughs> so, you had to, yeah. so you had the underqualified scores. Okay. Yeah. So what I would say is, if not for that stupid mistake, I should be somewhere in the middle, that, around maybe 10th, a 10th, maybe number 10 or something like that. That's pretty good, Wallace, for your first time, for you to have been able to get that close to the middle and, and just based off of just something you didn't know entirely. Uh, now that you know in the future, it's definitely going to yeah. help you build up for that. I uh, I applaud you, my friend, because that takes a lot of guts to go in and do what you've done, um, going into competition going into this venture of falling down the rabbit hole willingly. I love that. I love going down the rabbit hole, especially because thank you. you, you're you're going to, you just don't understand until you do it. But if if you love coffee, um, it's best to stay out of the hole because it keeps you a little bit more uh, friendly with the budget. But uh, if you're willing to go down that hole, boy, there are uh, a lot of fun things to go into. Wallace, I, I can't not thank you enough for coming on the show and sharing your experience and uh, with the entire audience. Where, where can people find you, Wallace? Oh, basically on Instagram. And you can find him on WCS Poon, uh, which is yes. W-C-S-P-O-O-N. You can see the video and then you can see the cards there and uh, get what you want out of that. And uh, I'm sure if, if you message Wallace for any questions, I'm sure he can answer uh, anything about competition from his experience there wallace thank you so much for being on the show i thank you so much it was it was fantastic hearing you you're welcome thank you for having me here ah uh, my pleasure wallace and don't forget to subscribe to everything on coffee coffee on apple spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast and follow us on instagram at everything.coffee.podcast you think i'd be done with with this script already having done it so many times check out our website at everythingcoffee.podbean.com and thank you for listening 
and doing your part in supporting local businesses in your city and around the world.